0: shall we worship together? Would you stand and sing with us, please? He is exalted, the King is exalted on high. I will praise Him. He is exalted, forever exalted, and I will praise His name. He is the Lord, forever His truth shall reign. Heaven and earth
1: rejoice in His
0: holy name. He is exalted, the King is exalted on exalted the king is exalted on high i will praise him he is exalted forever exalted and i See yeah. yeah. The King is exalted on high. He is exalted. The King is exalted on high.
1: Good morning, everybody, and good morning to all the folks that are outside. We're so happy to see each one of you this morning. I have a few reminders. Please continue to make reservations for indoor worship. It is imperative because we are having to turn people away. And you need to make your reservations no later than noon on Wednesday by calling the church office. Again, noon on Wednesday. <laughs> no emails because they come late and they're not seen. So you need to actually call the office if you plan on attending. If you'd like to leave an offering today, there's a box on the table outside and there's also a place where you can leave your communion offering. And the communion offering today will benefit the United Methodist Student Day Scholarships. And we'd like to give a really huge thank you to the folks who helped tear down the pumpkin patch. You know, that patch is a big effort for our church, and we appreciate each and every one of you who pitched in and, and helped set up, tear down, sell, whatever. And Rhonda has an additional tidbit of information. I thought I'd get this way away one time, everybody. We grossed on pumpkin cells $62,564.50. Wow. Woohoo. Woohoo. Yeah. Our forty percent share was, is $25,025 and 70 cents. So thank you to everybody who helped Amen. with any any part of that. Oh, now In- that does include the 1,070 loaves of pumpkin bread that we sold for another $5,350. Woohoo. And in addition to that, we had people donate money, $1,708, which went to the House of Neighborly Service. So that was a cash donation from the community to them. And we also got a certificate of appreciation from the House of Neighborly Service for all the things that we do for them during the year. Uh, food drives, clothing drives, donations, so they are very appreciative. And right now we have a clothing drive going on for Haven of Hope for gently used coats, hats, or gloves, and new underwear, undershirts, face masks, and hand sanitizer. Please don't give any used underwear, okay? (laughs) Just saying. And last but not least, if you need a positivity in your daily life, be sure to like or follow our Facebook page where we post an encouraging word every day. Now, shall we welcome the light of Christ? So let's begin our worship time with a reading from Joshua, chapter 3, verse 7 through 17. And I'm reading from the message. God said to Joshua, This very day I will begin to make you great in the eyes of all Israel. They'll see for themselves that I'm with you in the same way that I was with Moses. You will command the priests who are carrying the chest of the covenant. When you come to the edge of the Jordan waters, stand there on the river bank. Then Joshua addressed the people in Israel. Attention, listen to what God, your God, has to say. This is how you'll know that God is alive among you. He will completely dispossess before you the Canaanites, Hittites, Hivites, Perizzites, Girgashites, Amorites, and Jebusites. Look at what's before you, the chest of the covenant. Think of it. The master of the entire earth is crossing the Jordan as you watch. Now, take 12 men from the tribes of Israel, one man from each tribe. When the soles of the feet of the priest carrying the chest of God, master of all the earth touch the Jordan's water, the flow of water will be stopped. The water coming from upstream will pile up in a heap. And that's what happened. The people left their tents to cross the Jordan, led by the priest carrying the chest of the covenant. When the priest got to the Jordan and their feet touched the water at the edge, the Jordan overflows its banks throughout the harvest the flow of water stopped. It piled up in a heap a long way off. The river went dry all the way down to the Arabah Sea, or the Salt Sea. And the people crossed facing Jericho. And there they stood, those priests carrying the chest of the covenant stood firmly planted on dry ground in the middle of the Jordan while all Israel crossed on the dry ground. Finally, the whole nation was across the Jordan, and not one wet foot. The word of God for the people of God. Let's join together in an attitude of prayer. Oh, most merciful Father God, We love you and we praise you. We have gathered again this morning to tell of your love and goodness. We thank you for all things, but we especially thank you for home and friends and all who have faithfully lived and died. As we gather around the table this morning to remember our Lord Jesus, show each of us what we can do as humble servants to make your kingdom known to all. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: Well, it's our tradition here at a Lotus Hills United Methodist Church to every All Saints Sunday to remember those of our congregation and church family who have gone on before us since last All Saints Day, since the first of November last year. So... At this time, we'll do that. I'm going to light a candle for each person that's gone on before us this year. And after I light the candle, we will have a moment of silence for each of them. First off, I'll I'll say a prayer. And also, it's appropriate at this time that we remember all of those that have gone on before us. Probably none of us here didn't have a parent or a grandparent or an aunt or an uncle or a brother or a sister or a friend who didn't help us some way in our faith and encourage us in our faith. And it's appropriate that we remember them as well. Let's pray. Gracious and loving God, we do thank you for this day. We thank you for the opportunity to continue the witness of your goodness and love. The witness that all of us have seen demonstrated by many who have gone on before us. We thank you for their lives. We thank you for their witness. And now we pause, and especially those of us who have ones we want to remember, we lift them up to you. Lord, we thank you for their faithful witness, and now we recognize those who have recently gone on from this congregation, and we praise you and thank you for them. Amen. Marcia Ginn. Frances Vasquez. Michelle Wiley. Margie Walls. Joanne Parlato, Dave Frazier, Ruby Beam, John Paul. John, Smith, again, let us thank God for their lives and their witnesses, amen. Genesis 2-7 tells us that the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed the breath of life into his nostrils, and he became a living soul, a living soul. Everything we are, everything that truly is, that is reality, is from and of God. Our scripture reading this morning comes from Matthew's Gospel, the 23rd chapter, the first 12 verses. Consider the word of the Lord. Then Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples, the scribes and the Pharisees sit on Moses' seat. Therefore, do whatever they teach you and follow it. But do not do as they do, for they do not practice what they teach. They tie up heavy burdens, hard to bear, and lay them on the shoulders of others, but they themselves are unwilling to lift a finger to move them. They do all their deeds to be seen by others, for they make their phylacteries broad and their fringes long. They love to have the place of honor at banquets and the best seats in the synagogues and to be greeted with respect in the marketplaces and to have people call them rabbi. But you are not to be called rabbi, for you have one teacher, and you are all students. And call no one your father on earth, for you have one father, the one in heaven. Nor are you to be called instructors, for you have one instructor, the Messiah, The greatest among you will be your servant. All who exalt themselves will be humbled, and all who humble themselves will be exalted. The word of the Lord for the people of the Lord. Be in prayer with me and for me. Gracious and loving God, God who sent your Son, to teach us how to be humble servants, your Son who died for our transgressions. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our strength and our salvation. Amen. Well, here we have Jesus calling it like it is. Like, he's, like he often does, like he often does. And it says he's, he's addressing the crowds and his disciples. And he starts out by saying, you know, the scribes and the Pharisees sit in the place of Moses. They have a place of authority, and what they're teaching you is correct. You should listen to what they teach you and do it, but don't do what they do. They, as, as the expression goes, they, and, and, and it's said in the Scripture there, it says they don't practice what they teach, or we usually say they don't practice what they preach, right? Or we also say they talk the talk, but they don't walk the walk, all right? And Jesus said, don't listen to them. You know, they, they want to, it, it says there, they want, to, they want to get the respect. They want to be seen in the marketplaces and raised up. They are the ones in power. They are the haves, right? We all have the haves and the have-nots. The, fair, the scribes and the Pharisees are the haves. They're hypocritical. They're arrogant. They're vain. And they're egotistical. They're the haves, right? And Jesus said, it's okay to listen to their teaching and to follow their teaching, but don't do like they do. Remember in the Sermon on the Mount when Jesus said, he said, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you can't enter the kingdom of heaven which begs the question what is the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees is they want to be seen for what they're doing they want to be seen for doing the act there's nothing necessarily there's nothing wrong with doing the act it's in the motive and wanting to be seen for it and of course Jesus said and gave numerous examples they've got their reward they've got their reward But he says, what? If you want to be exalted, you need to be everybody's servant. Everybody's servant, which is exactly what Jesus did, right? Again, if we can wrap our heads around it and all, Jesus, who made everything we see, and holds everything together, Jesus the Christ, the Messiah, became a servant. Became a servant. Wow. Tells us what in Mark, Mark 10:45, for the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and give His life as a ransom for many, which we will... Recall here in a few minutes when we celebrate the Lord's Supper. So, Jesus came to be a servant, and He told His followers, His apprentices, to do the same thing, be a servant, be a servant. And He wasn't just a servant, He was what? He was a humble servant. Have you looked up humble in your Funkin' Wagnalls lately? How many of you have a Funkin' Wagnalls? You think I'm kidding, but anyway. Funkin' Wagnalls says that humility is the absence of pride or vanity. Humble actually comes from, through French, from a Latin word, which means the earth, right? Like I said at the first, you know, God made us out of the earth out of the earth. And it's important for us to remember that's where we came from and that's where we're going to, right? As we, we, usually, we usually say that on Ash Wednesday, from dust we came and to dust we shall return. And God took the dust and breathed life into us. He breathed life into us. Now, here on All Saints' Day, as we celebrate those who have gone on before us, I want us to take just a minute to think about that and the progression of things. The scripture reading that Susan read uh, earlier today out of Joshua chapter 3 talks about when Joshua took over from Moses. And we have all taken over, so to speak, fill the place of those who have gone before us. And we'll continue to do that. We'll continue to do that as long as the earth endures, as long as the earth endures. Did you all ever think of Moses as being a humble person? You can check this out in your Bible. In Numbers chapter 12, verse 3, it says, Moses was the most humble person on the face of the earth. Wow. He was the most humble person on the face of the earth. And then Joshua takes over from him. And remember, Joshua had been Moses' servant. Moses' servant. And then, of course, we have the example of our Lord. It tells us there in Philippians two eight. it said, Jesus humbled himself. He humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. So that's that's all of our that's that's who we are too. We are to be humble servants. Say that after me. I am a humble servant. Okay. It's a good thing to it's a good thing to say to yourself every morning when you pop out of the rack. You know, you can get up and, and say, I am a humble servant. Prayerfully it'll be a self-fulfilling prophecy. All right. And here's the really good news this morning before we celebrate the Lord's Supper. You see, it's the ones who are humble servants, who follow Jesus who remember God in every aspect of their life, they're the real halves, right? They're the real halves, not the scribes and the Pharisees. You see, the humble servants are holy people. They do the right thing. Tells us in Scripture, again, Leviticus 19 to, be holy for I, the Lord your God, am holy, right? We look around us today and we see many things in the world that aren't so holy. And you know what? The way our society has become, there are even places where you really can't even talk about your faith. But you can still walk it. You can still live it, even in the places that you can't talk about it. And one of those ways to do it is to be holy. We also, as the haves, as the humble servants of Jesus, are appreciative people. We know, and you all have heard me say, and you'll hear me say it again, that what? it's God's will for us to be thankful in all things. So the true haves are appreciative. And we're people of veracity. We speak the truth in love. We speak the truth in love. That's what the true haves have. And if you do that, if you do that, again, you don't have to talk about your faith particularly. Although if you ever have an opportunity, it's a good thing to do. But if you just live that way, I'll guarantee you people notice it people around you notice it. They notice that difference in somebody. And then we're people of eternal life, right? Eternal life, it tells us in John 17, is what? Knowing God and Jesus, his son. That's eternal life, and we know that. Now, think about this, and, you know, we sit in here and talk is cheap, right? Same way with... uh, a few-minute sermon that we have on Sunday morning or something like that, you know. And I think Jesus was telling the Pharisees there too that talk was cheap. It doesn't mean anything unless you actually practice what you preach, if you, that you actually do it. And if you really want to be exalted, you're humble. And I constantly struggle with ways that I can help all of us become better disciples of Jesus to make the kingdom of God known to everybody you know because heaven knows we need to you know when Joshua when Joshua took over from Moses again the most humble man in all the world the Lord told him he said what he said be strong and courageous the Lord told Joshua to be strong and courageous he didn't tell him to hunker down and be fearful he told him to be strong and courageous, right? So, like I said, how how can we do that, and and what can I do to help you? Well, I, you know, I often tell you you've got homework. Well, I've got a big assignment for you today, okay? Since it's All Saints Day, and we're remembering we're remembering the saints, and you know, and when I when I look at these candles, and when I read those names, and I think of those people. And the examples that they were for me of, I want to be a better example for everybody. And as the anthem we sang this morning said, I want to be a channel of God's peace. So, how do I do that? Well, it's not really so hard. I follow the directions, right? I followed the directions. And and I've thought long and hard, and y'all know I'm always telling you to, uh, to study the Scripture. There's a place in here where Paul writes some very, very specific instructions. And they're not hard to follow. They're not hard to follow. We can all do them. If you've got something to write with, or even if you don't, this isn't hard to remember. In Romans chapter 12, in Romans chapter 12, verses 9 through 21. All you got to remember is Romans 12 because you can you can you can figure out where the rest is once it's in there. So it's you know it's just like it's just like a dozen. In Romans chapter 12 starting at verse 9, we've got the exact instructions to follow. Let love be genuine. Hate what is evil. Hold fast to what is good one another with mutual affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not lag in zeal. Be ardent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in suffering. Persevere in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints extend hospitality to strangers, bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep, live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Do not claim to be wiser, than you are. Do not repay anyone evil for evil, but take thought for what is noble in the sight of all. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave room for the wrath of God. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay says the Lord. No, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. For by doing this, you will heap burning coals on their heads. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. So as we come to the table this morning, although I guess we're not actually going to come to the table. As we metaphorically come to the table this morning, ask yourself, is there anything in your life, is there anything in my life that I preach but I don't practice? And if, and if you find something, ask God to give you the grace to remove it. That way you too, like Moses, like Jesus, like Joshua and many others, can be a humble servant. Amen. I want to remind everybody that at a Lotus Hills United Methodist Church, we have open communion. Everyone is welcome to celebrate communion with us. This is the Lord's table. It's not our table. It's the Lord's table, and the Lord invites all to participate. Christ our Lord invites to His table all who love Him, who earnestly repent of their sin, and seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us confess our sin before God and one another. Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved You with our whole heart, We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors. And we have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love toward us. In the name of Jesus Christ you are forgiven. In the name of Jesus Christ you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also be. Lift up your hearts. Lift up the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord, our God. It is right, to give our it is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere. To give thanks to you, almighty God, creator of heaven and earth, God of Abraham and Sarah, God of Miriam and Moses, God of Joshua and Deborah, God of Ruth and David, God of the priests and the prophets, God of Mary and Joseph, God of the apostles and the martyrs, God of our mothers and our fathers. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood. Renew our communion with all your saints, especially those whom we name before you and remember today. Since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, strengthen us to run with perseverance the race that is set before us. Looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, by your Spirit make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit and your Holy Church, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty God, now and forever. Amen. and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Now go in peace, and as you go, think of ways to be a humble servant, and go with the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Amen.